Hello and welcome. You're listening to Ending Physician Overwhelm with Dr. Megan Mello. In this podcast, we look at why, as physicians, we often get stuck in feelings of overwhelm, anxiety, and burnout, and how we can break out of toxic thought patterns. My hope is that each episode gives you an opportunity to heal and to get more clear on how you want to show up in your life and your work. And now, let's get started. Hello and welcome. This is episode number three, Why the Pandemic Made Things Worse for Physicians. This one may seem obvious, but I'm hoping that you'll find some new thoughts and information here as we talk. So I just saw a study that had come out that said 80% of physicians in the United States are currently experiencing burnout. And the episode, I think it came out, sorry, uh, the article in Medical Economics, and I believe it was from September, 2021. So, you know, perhaps, perhaps that data is even out of date and we're up higher now that we're in March of 2022, but, you know, we could stop and really think about some of the factors that went into that, some of the facts. Doctors were working uh, more shifts, perhaps longer hours. The level of responsibility increased because the severity of the illness and, you know, certainly early on, the lack of treatments for COVID, you know, was a huge concern. We went months also without really understanding the importance of masking, at, you know, reducing infection rates in a whole year almost with, you know, no vaccine, we had less contact with our patients. I worked in the outpatient world. And so, you know, we were shut down for several months and, and, you know, we were kind of rotating through, you know, a bit of in-person care for really significant uh, illness that people needed to be examined for but we were providing suddenly all this virtual care. So talking to patients on the phone and you know, virtual visits that initially didn't work very well because the technology wasn't very good. And we're trying to provide all this care, but you know, we have less data, less information to go off of to you know, guide diagnosis and treatment. For my colleagues who worked in the hospital, right? They're stuck. Uh, you know, having to stay outside of the rooms, especially if they had COVID positive patients for, you know, a lot of, a lot of the care time, you know, maybe talking to patients by phone, uh, you know, kind of looking through a window, but trying to stay physically isolated. Um, You know, certainly that's an unsatisfying way to take care of somebody. And, you know, all of that sort of weighs in. And of course, in our personal lives, we, we, like every other human, had less emotional support from friends and family because we were, you know, in relative isolation and, you know, add in any number of other factors like difficulty getting childcare, um, you know, certainly some practices closed, um, you know, physicians were losing their jobs in different capacities. And, you know, of course, all of this weighs in on 
you know, the figure of 80% experiencing symptoms of burnout. But I think there's something else going on that I have certainly heard less about in, you know, kind of the popular discussion about, you know, physicians and burnout and all these articles. And that's what we're going to talk about today is, you know, kind of what has been the role of our thinking during the pandemic. So I have been in different coaching groups, either getting coached or being a coach myself for really the past year or so. And the thoughts that have been expressed again and again by physicians, you know, go into that experience of burnout. And let me give you some examples. So thoughts like, it's my job to enforce the masking policy. It's my job to get all of my patients to accept a COVID vaccine. If I don't succeed at getting my patients vaccinated, herd immunity fails for the whole country. Having these kinds of thoughts where we are sort of overestimating our influence on other people, especially other people who have not felt strongly that a mask would be helpful, who have not wanted to get vaccinated for any number of reasons. Let's take the politics aside for a minute and just look at the experience of being a physician who is trying to get other, especially adult humans, to put a mask on their face or to get a vaccine. And especially some of the people, some of the patients that we've served who have been very, very against that. It has been my experience that a small number of people who have been against masking and against vaccination have been influenced by conversations with their physician. It's not zero. And I'm curious now to know, I wish I had looked it up before, like what is the number? What is the number of people who've been resistant and it was their physician or their healthcare team who changed that? I think, you know, societally, we tend to overestimate sometimes the degree to which physicians can influence their patients. And I don't suggest that we shouldn't say anything or we shouldn't be involved, but when I'm having a thought that it's my job to get someone strongly anti-mask or anti-vaccine, like it's my sole responsibility to convince or coerce this person, this adult person to go along with what I think, boy, that's a losing game, right? That's not quite the job that we've ever had before. Not to say that we haven't been health advocates, not that there haven't been, you know, things, you know, as or more important that we influence people's lives. But, you know, for our patients who are strongly anti-mask, who are strongly anti-vaccine, 
and now it's a political issue and now you know there's conspiracy theories and all of these things if i'm thinking that it's my job to convince them and we know that they're so strongly against it that my chances are really low i'm constantly going to be thinking that i'm doing a bad job so you know just put that out there as an example of some of the thoughts that we've had that have made things more difficult for us during the pandemic. Let's look at some other kinds of thoughts that have a little bit of a different flavor to them. So again, I'm family medicine and you know deal with a lot of people with chronic disease. And you know, in the sort of pivoting that we've done, where you know we're seeing patients uh, online or through the computer and maybe you know they can't or won't come in for labs or you know it doesn't make sense for them to come in especially during you know kind of the worst times of the pandemic i'm thinking that i'm going to need to you know fix their chronic disease with less info with less support with increased financial pressure from my organization increased emotional distress from the patient right because they're stuck at home they're isolated from their friends and family you know all sorts of things so i'm feeling an increased responsibility to treat their diabetes their heart disease whatever it is with less and less resources and you know kind of a higher need level from the patient Again, when I'm facing this kind of a really difficult, really difficult, emotionally challenging issue, and I've got less and less to help me, less and less to support me, but I'm thinking I have to fix their diabetes, I have to do this, I have to do that. How am I going to feel about myself? when their diabetes is not improving and and for a lot of reasons we'll talk in a future episode about you know kind of thought errors around you know what we do and don't control especially when it comes to chronic diseases but we know as physicians that we have a definite clear role in treating chronic disease but there's a lot of other factors that go into it, right? There's socioeconomic factors, there's genetic factors, there's lifestyle factors. There are all sorts of other things that are very important in the treatment and management of chronic disease. So again, if I'm taking extra responsibility with less resources, less access to the patient, less access to labs, less access to you know, other support members on my team because of the circumstances of the pandemic and things being shut down and, you know, access being restricted, I'm taking on more, more emotional responsibility for that patient's condition. Another place that our thoughts had become very difficult is going to work and this this could be you know if you're working in a clinic it could be if you were working in the hospital especially think about our ICU colleagues our emergency medicine colleagues our hospitalist colleagues 
uh, our surgeons who are dealing with you know, acute surgical emergencies, going to work every day, thinking I could get sick and die. And that's a real thing, right? We lost physicians and nurses and other staff who support us in the clinics and the hospitals. We lost people. And so the possibility of becoming ill with COVID was an absolute reality. And even healthy people who didn't have all the risk factors for severe illness, still some of them died from COVID. What does that do to your day-to-day -day experience, especially if you were feeling burnout and overwhelm and anxiety from your work before the pandemic? But now, maybe for the first time ever, you're facing the very real possibility that you could become sick and die on the course of doing your work. What does adding that thought onto your day do to you? Similarly, you might think, well, I would quit, but if I quit, then my friends are doing the work. And what if they get sick and die? Because that's also a reality that we faced, right? If for some reason we couldn't or wouldn't do the work, but the rest of the people who we worked with still came, still did their jobs, and they got sick and they died, how does that stressful thought add in to our day-to-day. -day. I'm not trying to highlight all the terribleness of the pandemic, but I really want us to look and to think about how our thoughts, our very real, rational, scary, awful thoughts about the pandemic have been influencing us day to day because they're still going on in the background. So, and again, this, I'm recording this episode in early March of 2022. I'm living in a part of the country where we've been doing well with mask mandates and we are about to lift mask mandates in my area. And I know that many of you may be listening from other parts of the country, you've already been through this or you know, perhaps it's not being considered in your part of the woods. And I'm not talking about the political implications of this. I just want to look at the fact that as we start lifting mask mandates, I need for myself to start adjusting my thinking. Because I have been thinking when I am in my non-physician role, when I am going to the grocery store or the library or wherever I'm going and I'm seeing people walking around despite the you know sign on the door and they've got their mask off, they've got their mask under their chin, it's under their nose, it's nowhere near their face. I have been thinking that is a person who is not caring about other people. And whether or not you agree with me, that's not the point. The point is that my thoughts about the masks are going to need to be changing 
And if I don't change it, then as masks come off, I am going to be, you know, sitting in judgment of everybody that I see without a mask, even though they're following the local guidance, because I'm used to having those thoughts. So I hope this makes sense, but I also invite you to start getting clear on what you have been thinking about, um, you know, the situation with the pandemic. And so I hope that you will pull out a piece of paper and just start writing, or you can, you know, open up a Word document and just start writing out your thoughts. Thoughts about the pandemic. Thoughts about your work in the pandemic. You know, how did it change? How was it better? How was it worse? How, you know, all of those things. How is your home life different? What are the thoughts you have about your home life related to the pandemic? How did you think and feel when people were celebrating physicians as heroes, especially early on and they were, you know, um, doing the sirens and, and banging pots and pans out the window? How did you think and feel about that? How are you thinking and feeling about masks and vaccines? And just getting these thoughts out so that you can be really clear on, you know, kind of where you are right now. And you can look at those thoughts and you can decide, hmm, okay, well, this is where I am right now. And things are changing, right? At some point we expect, you know, what we call a pandemic to be turning into an endemic disease with COVID-19. How are we going to change the thoughts? So if I look at my list of thoughts that are about, you know, the pandemic and work and home and masks and vaccines and being called a hero and all of that, if I look at that list of thoughts, which thoughts are helpful for me to keep? Which thoughts are going to need to start to change? And just looking at it. This work is so helpful because oftentimes you've got feelings that have been simmering below the surface, low level frustration, irritability, anger. Sometimes it's not low level, right? Sometimes it's major irritability, major frustration, uh, very vocal, you know, raw emotions about some of these thoughts. And what if you started to look at them and started to think about, is it helpful for me to keep these thoughts? Or do I want to start having some new thoughts? So when I am out and about these days and I see people without their masks, even though the mask mandate is still in place at this time, but it's about to come off, I am working on changing my thoughts so that instead of thinking that that person is a jerk who doesn't care about me, and doesn't care about people who are in no compromised. I'm going to practice starting to think they're following the updated guidelines and I can make my own choice, right? 
if I'm feeling unsafe, I can keep wearing a mask. This tweak, so instead of having a judgmental thought, that person's a jerk, I can let go of that assumption and I can start adjusting my thinking as the mask mandate comes off, as things hopefully are starting to improve after Omicron variant. Now, this is a work in progress, but just imagine if you start to work on your thoughts, whatever your thoughts, especially your most judgmental thoughts that are causing anger and frustration and irritability, what if you start to look at those and start to consider how do I want to think moving forward? What can that create for you in your life? I invite you to do the work, get out the paper, write it out. And if you need some help, contact me. You can find me through my website at www.healthierforgood.com. Send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking and I can help you. All right, that's what we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope to see you again very soon. Have a great rest of your day. Bye now. www.healthierforgood.com and of course be sure to like and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode until next time take care bye-bye